Welcome to a brand new series here at Quacky Gems Podcast. I'm Gem Swallow. I took the idea to remove myself from Instagram because it was just getting to me and my life evolved. So I did the unthinkable. Yep, I deleted it. I then had an idea. I'd do a brand new series on my podcast, but with a twist. There are three rules. No health, no job talk, and no social media. Mm Mm-hmm, really. Just adventure and what I get up to. Let's see what this life really has to offer. This is Life Offline, the brand new series here at Quirky Gems Podcast. Let's do this. Before we get started, I would just like to apologise for the sound you might hear with the microphone. And uh, if you hear a muffling, it's nothing to worry about. I'm just borrowing my mum's hands free kit for this episode. I'm hoping to have it sorted out by the next episode you listen to. For more information, do check out this episode. I hope that you enjoy it and I will speak to you soon. Enjoy. Hiya, hello, greetings, how are you? I hope that you're doing well. Thank you for tuning in to another episode here at Quacky Gems Podcast, Life Offline. How are you doing? You doing well? You having a good one? I hope you are. I hope maybe the weather's good where you are, because we all need some sunshine. I say through gritted teeth. If you are in Britain, you will know what I mean. If not, and you're enjoying the sun, think of me, won't you? Please do, think of me. We are underneath a blanket of cloud. What more can be said? So hiya, if you're new here, I'm Gem. Greetings, lovely to have you. I hope that you're sat with maybe a nice cup of tea, maybe a nice bit of chocolate. If you're not, go ahead and treat yourself, it's okay. You know, blame it on me if you want to. And, um, If you are an avid listener here, hello and welcome once again. Thank you so much for putting up with my madness. It is deeply appreciated. We all know I'm mad. It makes it for a fun um, podcast, doesn't it? I hope that you're doing well. So in this episode, I am going to be talking about something that I actually haven't talked about before. And um, I'm going to be talking about comparison. Yeah, I'm going to be talking about how we compare ourselves to ourselves yeah that can happen apparently and how we compare ourselves to others as well so i have noticed a massive difference i am going to start off with that bold statement i have it's taken place i have noticed that there is a massive massive differences i have not been on the gram i have to admit that it has now been three weeks yeah i know three weeks since i haven't uploaded a picture for the world to see (laughs) when you say it like that it's kind of like wow okay if you want to put it in those terms let's go with those terms shall we okay i haven't been on the gram for three weeks yes you know i am gem swallow and i am free of that said social media and my god does it feel good (laughs) i literally feel if i'm being honest i literally feel like i'm preaching to anyone that listens i kid you not I was talking to my brother earlier and I literally feel like I was convincing him 
I'm not here to preach, but if you know me or you listen to previous series, if you haven't had a chance yet, please do go on back. There is a ton of episodes there for your listening pleasure, okay? But what I find fascinating is that I'm the kind of individual, the mad woman that is, that if I come across something I like and it works and I get a buzz, I'm like going around going, try this, literally, try this, this is awesome. Having said that, it also works the other way as well. Quite recently, just happened a few days ago over the weekend, I tried a milkshake that left a very weird experience in my mind, let's just say. I will I will expand on that a little bit for you. Okay, so I tried this Kinder Bueno milkshake. I did. It looked and sounded great and I thought in for a penny, in for a pound, I'm going to try this, okay? I am nothing if not willing to try a new experience. So I decided to try it with my mum. My mum wanted to try one and I did. But we came to the kind of conclusion we'd split it halfway so she'd drink half and I'd drink half because if we didn't like it then it'd be a waste if we got one each, right? I mean, logical, yeah? So um, it arrived. It did. It had cream on the top and everything, and it looked very cool. I was looking at it like, wow, this is really delightful. I mean, look at this. This is so cool. It's got swirls and everything. When I tried it, though, that was a different story altogether. I mean, I've had Kinder Buenos before. Other chocolate bars are available. I have. If I'm being honest, there was a time in the not-so-distant past when I lived off the things with a cup of tea, you know, it took place, but when I tried this milkshake, well, it left a lot to be desired, let's put it this way. Mum finished it, being a true champion that she is, you know, being the warrior princess, but me, I won't have in that. I did not like it. I tried it and was like, yeah. I mean, you know, let, let's be real here. When you try something and it's, it's just not what it's cracked up to be, you think, wow. That was five minutes of my life, I'm never getting back. But hey, you know, I'll chalk it up to experience. So yes, that was a true thing that happened just recently. Just thought I'd share that with you. But yeah, so um, as I was saying, when I find something that works, I kind of share it to anyone that listens. And it's like, I'm very convincing. I swear I should have been like a salesman in a previous life. Who knows? Probably wasn't, but who knows? So (laughs) yeah. This is the amount of madness that my relatives have to put up with on a daily basis. But it makes life interesting, right? Okay, so I'm going to share with you what I used to think and what I think now. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to try and brainwash you. One, I wouldn't know how. And two, I don't have the energy for that. I mean, let's be real here, okay? (laughs) I'm recording this at the end of the day and no one's got energy for that. But if you'd like to lend me your ears, it would be deeply appreciated. Okay, so I'm going to share with you some in-depth thoughts that I had on the social media. And if you follow me, you know which ones, because that is what I'm talking about here, right? I'm talking about my experience post-social media. Yeah, I know. I kind of think about it like maybe in a couple of years time, I'll be like, I was one of the first. I saw it for what it was, you know, here I am with my hands up in the air. But it probably won't take place like that because, you know, it never does, right? So, (laughs) comparison. I have in front of me, because if I don't write it down, I'm likely to forget it. I have in front of me four statements that I used to think to myself when scrolling on to this app, okay, 
And I want to share these with you because even though they're quite personal, I don't mind sharing them on this podcast because it is quite personal as well. And um, I'm going to share with you how I felt and how I feel now. So let's look at these, shall we? One, my hair doesn't look like that. I don't have that many followers. I don't have a career. Why did that happen to me? Yeah, those are four statements that I told myself literally nearly every single day. Weird that, isn't it? Because if you're around someone and they constantly pick themselves apart like that, that would flag up, wouldn't it? I don't know about you, but if I had a best bud and they were saying to me, they were showing me a picture and they were saying, Jen, my hair don't fall like that. I would look at the picture and say, well, look at the texture. I mean, let's be honest, right? Different people have different textures. If someone said, I don't have that many followers, I think I'd turn to them and say, why would you want that many people gawping at you? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, that's just not right. You know, I mean, in any shape or form, if you have that many followers, unless, I mean, if you're influencing, what are you influencing? A lifestyle? A brand? I ask you. I don't have a career. But don't you? Because if you're working at something that long, even if you're not getting paid for it, if you're working on something, in my book, that counts. Am I wrong? Why did that happen to me? That's one I can figure out. That's one that, why did that happen to me is one that I think most of us ask this because we're only looking at something through our perception. We're only looking at something through our understanding of something that has taken place. And I'll be honest with you, three weeks, in three weeks, I have kind of looked at things, kind of, it's like someone's taking one of those glass balls, you know, with like those snow globe, that was the one, snow globe. Someone's taking a snow globe, other glass balls are available. Someone took a snow globe, shook it, put it back and said, this is what takes place in real life. And what I find fascinating is that it's different how your perception can change. And that's the great thing about being human. We question things. We're curious. And I think that's cool because really that's something that I'm finding out since being offline. On average, I spend a good 45, 425, not 45. Ain't no one got that amount of time in a day. But 425. hours a week looking at something that was making me feel quite shabby making me feel quite like I just didn't live up to standards I'll be honest when I thought about how I looked right it they all have you know how like in day-to-day waking life right you have different compartments that make up your life you're somebody to somebody and you you're interested in all these different things could be a hobby could be a job that's normal And I think what it is, is that sometimes we're led to believe that something abnormal is supposed to be normal, but I'm of the belief that if something's not fitting, you get a sense. And I'll be honest with you, oh my God, I've had that sense for a good year or so, maybe even slightly longer. So you guys might know me from like doing Instagram TV videos, right? And when I did those, 
I actually enjoy being creative. So I'm into makeup. I like changing my look around. Not too much. Not excessively. I like playing about with eyeshadow. I like playing about with eyeliner. I like being able to add colour, take colour away, you know, be able to muck about with clothing, see what styles with the clothing I have. I'll be talking about this hopefully in a future episode. Looking at the clothing I have and looking at how to kind of bring it up to style or add something into it. And this is something that I like. This is something that makes me me. It's always been there. I'm just more aware of it now because I've been, you know, I'm more expressive and my life is way more creative now than it ever was. When I used to look at IGTV videos, for those of you that don't know, maybe you're not on Instagram. What it used to be, think of it as a YouTube. So when you search on YouTube for something, but think about it as being on another app. And most of it was around about hair or makeup tutorials. Now, it's strange because if you're not into that kind of thing, you might look and you think, oh, how dull. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be wrong. You know, every perception, you might come at it from a different perception. And you might think, oh my God, teach me the ways and lead me to the Instagram profile. If that's your thing, that's great, you know. But for me, I found it was more of a comparison thing. I was interested, I was like, in order to be successful, in order to be heard or to be seen, you had to have these type of makeup brushes, you had to have that type of hair straightener, you had to have this type of hair curler. It was literally like putting a one of those old iron kettles onto an oven or a stove and waiting for it to just go, you know, it was a nightmare. And I found that the more content you put out, the more pressure you put on yourself. And I'm of the mind that things should come naturally. And I found that, I'll be honest, I don't really, okay, I like playing about with different things, but it's not like, you know, once a month I change, right, I'm going to wear this kind of um, mascara today, or I'm going to change this kind of deodorant. I am pretty much a creature of habit, and that's okay. You don't have to change every single little bit of yourself, because people are watching. And I think that's the thing, it's advertised that that's normal, but I think our true selves are like, hell, that ain't normal. I mean, let's be honest here, that is not normal. I mean, who does that? You know, who who, who do every day decides, right, today I'm going to go with this mascara, tomorrow, that one. I am feeling that one. It just doesn't happen. You just bloody pick up whichever one's closest to you and go for it, right? So when I was doing IGTV, I was picking apart my appearance quite a lot. It started off with YouTube. And I noticed that if I was doing, like, you'd have to be close up because, you know, your viewers had to see you, right? I mean, go figure if you're doing a makeup tutorial, <laughs> you know? But I found that I was picking apart and scrutinising most parts of myself all the way down to the finer details. I guess because if you play it back, you're going to anyway because it's you, you know? And we are our worst critics and our hardest critics. But what I found was I was looking at my hair and I thought, my hair flicks up. I've got the worst kink in the world. And I also found myself translating that to my other half. Now, to be honest, I'm of the belief that my other half thinks that the sun shines out of my, what do you call it? But that's the word. And probably that's cool. You know, I don't have a problem with that. But when you're kind of scrutinizing yourself and you're mentioning this in a conversation, that's when it starts, like the flags start to appear. I know that if I was talking to Jack and I was saying something, you know, about my innermost thoughts or desires, 
And I would say something about my appearance. Something I can't see, by the way, unless I'm glued to a mirror. And it, it doesn't happen very often. It only happens about twice a day. <laughs> you know, I mean... <laughs> but it's kind of like... When I was standing there looking at my appearance and I thought, my hair flicks up, my teeth aren't white, I've got, you know, my skin isn't all one colour, you know, I've got like, I mean, I'm human, not all of it's one colour, but then again, that's what BB cream is there for. But hey, I didn't look at it in that way, and I think if Jack had said something similar to, hey, that's what makeup's there for, I don't think I would have seen it in the context that I see it now. He never did, but you know, but for me, I found that I was literally picking myself apart. And I'm of the mind that if you're doing something and you can look back on what you were doing and you look, look at it, get your teeth in, right, Gem? If you can look at it with fondness and maybe pride, that says a lot. I also found that, you know, when I looked at having a career, now as like I mentioned, I toed and froed on quite a lot of stuff, but it's been remain like the main two have been creative, like with jewellery and with knitted items, and the other one has been radio and podcasting. And it wasn't until recently it just clicked, and I realised that they're supposed to be there. I think for so long, it's kind of like, for example, you have different aspects of yourself and one of them's trying to, you're trying to make one of them win. You know, I guess it's kind of like saying you've got, I don't know, blue eyes or big lips. Well, no, I either have blue eyes or I have big lips. They're both facts. They're both facts of what make you you, but you're trying to make one of them win so that you can fit into a box. And it's like, why? You know, it makes no sense. Why would you do that? And I also think also because you evolve. As you get older, you evolve and your priorities in life change. And that's cool too. No, that's the thing about comparison that I found is that no two days are the same. And I think that maybe the communities you find yourself in also change or they mean different things to different people. Speaking of people, I also discovered that the people I was talking to, it's weird, since being off of this app, we all know, I have discovered that most of them I talked to online, but there was only a handful of people that I really talked to a lot. You know, that I knew maybe their pets' names, or I knew their other half's names, or I knew of what kind of what they're into. And I'll be honest, some of them, I were really, you know, some of them were doing great things, some of them were activists, some of them were, I don't know, some of them were doing really amazing things, and I was a cheerleader from the sidelines, so I was like, that's really cool, you know, you're using your your time and your energy to talk about stuff that maybe not a lot of people talk about, but another thing that I found is that offline, movements don't have that big a... <laughs> that big a difference than online for example I discovered that like with the Black Lives Matter movement now I found that most of the people I were talking to at the time this took place around about a month I believe for me my experience was that I was seeing this stuff you know seeing memes and seeing these stories that were quite negative, to be honest, all the stories I was looking for, the way in which that it could kind of happen was that it was coming across that 
you were comparing Black Lives Matter to white people's lives or white lives matter and it seemed that there was a huge comparison and it was kind of like the two energies just kept colliding and I noticed that at the time I was talking to people a lot and I was asking them like you know I guess it was kind of like the you know the radio presenter or the podcaster in me I'm nosy I want to know how people tick and I want to know kind of like I don't know what what they are interested in and how they feel I find society interesting, I always have. I found how people tick interesting. And I found that when Black Lives Matter took place, I mean, I am a Caucasian female. And for me, I found that when people or when groups were talking about this specific issue, or I guess you could call it for lack of a better word, issue, I found there wasn't a lot of information I found that it was mainly Black Lives Matter and, you know, Black Lives. And uh, to be honest, it kind of came across as people were hard done by. But I wanted to hear about, like, okay, I wanted to hear from individuals that were rocking it that this didn't affect them or it it didn't affect them in the way that it really severely affected their lives. I wanted to hear about what they were doing, you know, that, yes, in the media, they they're ethnicity were being portrayed in this way but I wanted to kind of hear from these people that were like you know it you know yeah black lives matter all lives matter you know I'm rocking it I'm doing my own sweet thing and you know if we all do our own sweet thing or we all do something positive at the end of it all we can turn around and say or we can swift the balance a little bit you know we can we can change it for what it is and the thing I found is that a lot of the time when Black Lives Matter came out, or other movements, people know about it because people talk, right? And people, they communicate with stuff that they found, and it can have an effect on people. And it can, for for example, I mean, um, just recently I found out two people, one was an actress, no, actually two were actresses, one I'd never heard of, but I felt connected to the story because, you know, it was in the news and she was my age. And the other one was a well-known actress married to a well-known actor. And I found that reading this, and there were so many deaths in one day, that it kind of severely changed my mood. And it was like, wow, you know, what's what's happening out there? Why are all these people passing away? All this heartache. But I found that offline people talk about it and I think they talk about it because they need like a level head and they need to kind of talk about it with people that this took place and then you kind of might talk about it in a way of I wonder why, I wonder what the reasoning was, I wonder what the experience was, what their journey was. And so as humans we want to know what the journey is, we want to kind of feel like we understand it a little bit more. But what I found fascinating was that with all like movements online for example i found out just today that in about 10 days time maybe a little bit less when you guys listen to this in the uk we are going to be forced for lack of a better word to wear face masks 
and in public so if I want to go out and about I've got to wear a face mask now to me I look at it in a different way and hopefully I'll be doing an episode on this in the near future so please do stay tuned but what I found fascinating about it because I say the word fascinating a lot because I do I find it interesting this is culture this is current events and it's weird to think that Online people, especially depending on what app or what social media you use, online people, everyone has an opinion. It's like noses. Everybody has one. Offline, these things don't really happen. I mean, it's like, for example, I live in what I would call a small town in the south of the UK. And for me, I'm brought up in like a working class area and it's quite a small community. I've talked about it before. It's both a school community and a hospital community. And we don't really get protests. We don't really get these big events take place. I mean, I'm around about 45 to 60 minutes from the main town when Black Lives Matter took place. Protests were happening there, but it didn't make the local news. No one knew it was taking place. And what I find really interesting is that when these things take place and you're from a small town much like myself, to me it's a small town, but you notice there is a comparison between online where everyone has like something to say and offline. And I just find that for me, offline is better because you're able to take a breather. You're off. You're able to kind of like, you notice these things, but you're able to kind of think in my day to day life, is this affecting me? Is this having a negative impact? You know, if you hear about people passing, it's going to because people leave people behind and grief. We've all experienced that. But you notice a specific change with offline and online. What else I've discovered is that, as I touched on people, you know, what I found interesting, to say the least, was that for years, I think I was uh, using Instagram for around about two years. And in that time, I kind of, you have an insight into people's lives. You have an insight to what they're doing, what they may be achieving, maybe what they take as a loss in life, you know, that maybe what they've lost or maybe to them a trial or a tribulation, that kind of thing. And I think sometimes we can put people on the pedestal without them actually having or earned the right to be there. It's more of you kind of, if you're looking at yourself in a specific way, like you're always missing out on something, I guess it's like FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Or you, if you feel like in life where you're, you're, lo- you know, you're lost or you've lost out on something, you're always going to put someone ahead of you. And I think that you're always going to put someone on a pedestal. But my way of thinking is, unless they've done something amazing or they've always been there, really, they don't really deserve the right to be on that pedestal. And there have been one or two people in my atmosphere, I guess, because I've only ever known them online. They've never been close to me face to face. They've never, you know, I've, they've never really, it's so strange. You've never really been in the same environment where you can pick up on their accent or you can pick up on what they might 
do everyone's got like little ticks and little characteristics right and when you meet someone you see their eye color you see the how tall they are you see their hair color you see what makes them them you see the way they stand the way they carry themselves and it's weird because when you have just online presence to go off of you notice that someone might perceive themselves to be one thing but really there's something very different and for me i've noticed that as you go through life and you're changing and you're evolving, it's okay if those people are let go. It's okay if you leave them in the rearview mirror because sometimes, you know, their life's going one way, your life's going another. And if you kind of think about someone or you're missing them, then yeah, by all means, reach out and stuff. That's what texts and phone calls are there for. But in terms of people that you're never really going to meet and in terms of people that you never really have like a really in-depth conversation or if you're having a conversation, there's something lacking or you feel like you have to try 10 times harder than really needed, I'm of the mind that kind of cut the cord. But that is just my opinion. So since being offline, especially with comparison, I'll be honest with you, I actually don't compare myself anymore. And I noticed it the other day, I was looking at my hair and because as I mentioned, you know, one of my picker parts was my hair doesn't look like that. I was looking at my hair and thought, my hair kinks in an unusual way, but you know what? People would spend a lot of money to get it looking like this. I was looking at, you know, my teeth and I thought, no one else on the planet has teeth like mine. So I noticed that coming away from something that my brain was telling me wasn't doing me any good, but I kind of felt like I had to be there for some way. It's like, for example, my creativity. I came off of Etsy around about this, I think I came off of Instagram one day. No, I cut the cord with Etsy and then I cut the cord with Instagram. And um, I found that the difference when I was on Instagram for my business, if you can call it a business, I mean, I'll be honest with you, a lot of the time they aren't businesses, but because they need your customer and because they need you to feel like you are a part of something, even though it's not always a pleasant experience, you'll know if it's a business, if you can make money from it. And if you feel like you're literally, if you feel like you're hitting your head against a brick wall, maybe it's trying to tell you something. That was what was taking place with me. I found that the first time I did Etsy was around about a year ago and I came away with an unpleasant taste in my mouth with it because I found that where I wanted to go, it wasn't able, it might have been willing, but it wasn't able to get me there. And I found that, yeah, you know, I met some great customers through it and it was great to see that when that played something, it was greatly received and I appreciated that. However, to me, it's more about, it's not like a Pinterest. You don't upload something, spend money on a listing for people to just look at it, you know? But it's built in such a way that it makes you feel special. It makes you feel like you're doing something. But this little niggling voice is kind of like, yeah, something's not right here. This isn't where I want it to go. And that, to me, was the breaking point. That, to me, was this isn't working. This isn't the thing. This isn't it. And it wasn't until afterwards, and I was talking to my other half, that I realised where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. And 
that's just something that I continue to work on and something that I look to the future. And this is something that I am working on. So I've gotten away from something that I compare myself with. And literally all those statements now, I don't have that many followers. I find it fascinating because this statement, I think I talked about it in the previous episode. On daytime TV, if you work from home, whatever your social situation is, most of the time, if they talk to someone that's in the public eye or, you know, that the public know of, celebrity, so on and so forth, they will always mention followers. It's kind of like a badge of honour to have a specific amount of followers. And it's weird because now... (laughs) I'll be honest with you, the only thing that I'm actually interested in is my podcast followers. The only one I'm interested in is because I'm putting a piece of myself out there and to think that people find it fascinating. But even that, even if I had no followers at all on my podcast, it would be like, I enjoy doing it, so I'm going to do it. You know, I don't, it don't matter to me if there are 50,000 people listening or two. If you're kind of doing it and you enjoy it, happy days. Another one, um, I don't have a career. This was something I looked at whilst watching influences. I say that with kind of like inverted commas, influences online, because a lot of the time, it isn't like they're strong in their own right. They're not strong in their own right that they pick up something, say they like it, and then it's like, oh, guys, you have to try this. This is amazing. It isn't like that at all. They are constantly going back and forth with com- you know companies, trying to get a good price, trying to sell something that you don't need. And unless they really kind of got a message that you can connect with, a lot of the time... It's like, you know, it's not really something I couldn't connect with influencers because I'm like, you're just, you're people. And your way of life and my way of life are completely different. But when I think about a career, the stories that I've heard previously have been that you have, like, you have this job, you start your way from the bottom, you work up, and then as you go through your life, you get a higher pay position or a better looked at position then you go up like that and then at the end of it you become this really well established this really well thought of individual that's kind of for lack of a better term earn their stripes and that they are a genius at their job nowadays though I don't think it takes place like that nowadays what with the environment always changing and what with you know for example the crisis just recently it goes to show that nothing, especially financially, nothing lasts. And usually those kind of the decades before that, you know, we all have that story, right? Or we've all heard that story of a relative that's stuck in a job for over 50 years. They've been there since they left school. Maybe they didn't have a college um, experience. And so they went on to get a job at doing something like, I don't know, like a trade and then they moved on that way, that's rarely heard of now. It's it's okay for you to go from one, inverted commas, career to another one. Or it's okay if you're doing something for fun, but you're working at it. It's okay to hustle. Not everyone has to know about it. And that's something that I found interesting is that 
if you do something and you like it, you're naturally going to be drawn to that anyway. And I think, like, for example, if you have people that you know of that are getting paid for something or, you know, get highly thought of for doing the exact same thing you do for free, it doesn't make you any worse. It doesn't make you any lesser of a person. You're just having your own experience that doesn't mirror theirs. And that's something that I have thought about since coming off of Lyme. So for me, I have noticed that I'm working on my future a lot more. It's something that before, the very nature of comparison has been that it makes you feel stuck. Everyone else has got their shit together, you're stuck. That's the whole nature of the beast. You kind of feel as though you're you're just stuck in quicksand, not going anywhere fast, and everyone else is like living it up, planning these great big life events, or things are just happening to them. Rarely happens that way. If you think about how many people we have conversations with in our day-to-day life, people we live with, and you see them when they've had a hard day at work, or you see them, you know, yourself, not every day is like, oh my God, something great just happened. Because if it did, we wouldn't celebrate the wins when they happen. So for me, I found that I'm working more towards the future. And the thing I found with, especially being on Instagram, is that you kind of feel like unless you share it, it's like, oh, it doesn't, it's meaningless because there's no one to like celebrate and go, oh yeah, go hun, that's great, you know, and a lot of it, you don't know if it's sincere or if not, you know, it's like, if you think about the people that if something great happened to you, I've mentioned it a lot on this podcast, if you think about something great that's happening to you, and you think, who are the first three people you would love to call up and say, guess what, I mean, you know, guess what, this has just happened, I've happened, I've had it before, I'm standing in the kitchen and by some stroke of luck, I'm standing there, jumping up and down, clapping because something's happened that was completely not expected, my other half stands in there laughing, like, it's alright, you'll tell me about it in a minute, I'll wait, you know, take your time, please go ahead and jump, I might just join you, my mum stands there and goes, okay, right, she's in the inside, she's celebrating, but she is a tourist, so it's kind of like, I'm just going to play it cool, she'll talk to me in a sec, or, you know, the three people, or maybe more, the handful of actually good friends or family you have around you, when you can be like, yay, this happened, oh my god, yes, isn't it amazing, right, we don't shout about it anymore, I happen to be, I believe, the only one in my family that when things happen, I get excited, I'll be honest, I'm like, yay, oh my god, oh my god, and everyone looks at me like I'm a complete and utter plum, but to me, it's like, <laughs> to me, it's like, this took place, how often does this take place, I mean, come on, you know, and to me, that's the things that are worth celebrating, and when you think about it, if you had something that was really great happening in your life, those moments, yeah, they don't come by that often, that's the reason why when they do, you're supposed to grab onto them and think, I am not letting you go, this is what life's about, and that's something I'm working at, so for me, I've noticed what doesn't work, and I've noticed that I've allowed myself to kind of evolve and think, yeah, I knew that didn't work, for example, just recently, I was looking at previous podcast episodes because I was looking at a potential episode in the making and um, 
I was going down my back catalogue. You can see it on the Anchor app if that's where you're listening from. As I was going down the back catalogue, and it's weird because when I look at all the themes that I talked about, a lot of them were social media. There was one there about could you live without social media. There was a few there that were social media based. And I realised that it was kind of like the build up to something happening. It was a build up to something taking place. And now it has. It's like, that's so cool. I've done it. I've broken free. And it's if it works for you, that's great. You might be a really level-headed person and thinking, okay, I enjoy social media. I enjoy the ones I'm on, the platforms I'm on, but I'm enjoying your experience. And you are cool. I mean, that is a right. That's a cool brain to have. If you're not sure about whether quitting social media is for you, I'm not here to convince you otherwise. But for me, I notice a massive difference. And so I'm exploring what I like. I'll be talking about more this more on an upcoming episode. But for me, it has been such a positive thing. And I think I've also noticed the people I was talking to online. I was having a conversation just recently with someone. And they said that it didn't surprise them that I left social media. And it was like, wow, okay, well, thank you so much for noticing. You know, you noticed that it wasn't meshing well with me. And thank you for noticing that. You know, if you talk to all these people, or I'm assuming you have like a lot of friends on social media and you notice that it wasn't meshing well with me, thank you for noticing because that's grand. Thank you. But for me, I'm just enjoying the offline and I'm putting more experience, more energy into the offline. I've noticed there's been a massive change. Even the way my, my I was going to stop at health, but even my health, the way that that's improved as well. So... It all comes down to your priorities and it all comes down to what would you like to happen in the future? Before I came back to the podcast, I was having a really bad day and I thought if I went back to podcasting, it would be a negative experience because it's kind of like been there, done that. And I actually have this necklace in my hanging up in my bedroom. I can see it now. It's to my left. It's around pictures of my loved ones. And it's something that I made about a year ago. I think I have a picture on my tablet. If so, I'll upload it so you guys can see it. I'll put it on the image of this podcast episode so you can check it out. And um, it says hashtag podcaster on it. And it's weird because I was having this really bad day. I was actually getting quite emotional. I was talking to my other half about it. And I said, you know, I really kind of miss podcasting. But I've been here way too many times. I've been here before. And now I'm back at it, I kind of feel really cool because when I look back about all the people that I've interviewed, all the subjects I've touched on, and to be able to talk to people that I'll probably never meet, you know, and that are probably, you know, I don't know what you look like, I don't know what you sound like, I don't know where you are, I only know by the stats that Anchor tells me. But what I find really interesting, or on my website, mustn't forget that one but what I find interesting is that it's okay to go back to something if you like it providing it made you proud and doing my podcast previously when I look back over it when I look back over the time I spent online what was my achievement podcasting and being creative were the two things that you know were a part of me that remained so that's what I'm going to take moving forward work on you know working on my future and exploring what I like. So, um, yeah, 
That's what I can say. Two fingers up to comparison. <laughs> I literally don't compare myself to anybody anymore because nobody has all their shit together. If they say they do, they are lying. And that's so, you know, it's okay to not have it all figured out. And some days you're going to have days where you look back and you think, oh my God, yesterday I have had it figured out and today, not so much. But that is the nature of life. It all just, it's all about, I guess, surrounding yourself with things you enjoy and concentrating on what you do have. But um, everyone comes at it from a different perspective, don't they? So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was, a that was kind of, it kind of feels like a therapy session for me, to be honest. It kind of felt like, and it's out there. Do with it what you will. If it has helped you, I hope it has. You can let me know if you so wish. You can do so via my website, believe it or not. You can um, send me a comment on my website. It will come up. Uh, if not, totally fine. You know, whatever way suits. And um, yeah, so I guess I will speak to you in the next episode. I am trying to do these episodes once every week. I'm enjoying it, which is good. And I hope that you are too. So stay tuned for all the details that you need if you'd like to follow me or find out more about the podcast or find out about previous podcasts. I hope you've enjoyed this. If you are new here, I hope you'll stick around for upcoming episodes. I'm hoping to do them every Friday. And um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for lending me your ears. And take it easy. I will speak to you very soon. Okay, thank you. See you later. Take it easy. Bye. Want to follow me? You sure can. Check out thequirkygem.wordpress.com or you can follow me via Twitter at gemsquirky. Until next time.